You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. We're back, WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Mark Teresi, Executive Director at Holy Name, sitting in here for Father Greg Sackwitz, who is joining his fellow priest from the Archdiocese of Chicago at the Priest Convocation uh, this week. We're happy in our second half of the program to welcome Dr. Timon Davis, an assistant professor at Pastoral Studies with an emphasis in Black Catholic Theology at Loyola University's Institute Pastoral Studies. She's also associate convener with the Black Catholic Theological Symposium, and she's author of the book Intergenerational Catechesis, Revitalizing Faith Through African-American Storytelling. Dr. Davis, welcome to Catholic Chicago. And I have Oh my, very much. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm an alum of pastoral of of the IPS. But Really? That's I, wonderful. I think it was a wooden log cabin when I went through. But, <laughs> but, but actually actually my area was mass media and we had established an internship at ABC and did the reflective piece in terms of social service, and it was great. It was just a wonderful experience, so I'm glad you're on the faculty there. Now, your name on my notes is spelled with a small t and a small d. Is that a that ty- is correct. Is that a typo? Michael, is Michael, Michael, did he make a typo or no? That's correct. My, Michael doesn't make typos. You know that. <laughs> Michael, doesn't, Michael doesn't do typos. Um, so, no. Um, I spell my name in lowercase letters, and and it it goes for me as a, a visual reminder for me to decrease and allow Christ to increase in me. Oh, beautiful! So um, that's kind of what I do. Beautiful. Now I noticed a picture of Father Tolton behind you. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little yes. bit about how you connect with him? Oh, that's such a great story. Um, and I don't actually get to tell it often, but um, I am an alum of the Augustus Tolton Pastoral Ministry Program at Catholic Theological Union, oh. which is, of course, a wonderful scholarship program for African-American uh, people who want to get their um, advanced degree in theology. And so I started in the program in 1990, oh, my goodness, uh, (laughs) seven. I think it was January of 1997 when um, uh, Sister Dr. Jamie T. Phelps was the director of the program. What a wonderful lady. Uh, Definitely. And um, and then Dr. C. Vanessa White took over as the the director of the program, and and so um, it, it is precisely because of that program that I um, have made my way in ministry in higher ed, uh, just learning and growing through the the formation program. Um, at, at one point after graduation, I served as the formation director 
um, oh, I think for about eight or nine years oh, with wow. with scholars. So um, I am looking forward to uh, calling Father Toten uh, Saint. I agree. Very soon. I'm I'm hoping very soon. Now, quietly, even though it's not quiet when you're on the radio, but um, we have a special spot reserved at Cathedral when that happens. We're just, so, yeah, we're, we're just so thrilled. And we have our, our Tolton um, ministry, you know, in prayer at Cathedral. Have you ever spoken with our group at Holy Name? Oh, yes. I've been to Holy Name several times. Oh, great, great. great. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a wonderful group of people there who uh, are in love with the Lord. Yeah. And so I like coming to uh, spend time with them. I think my last time that I was there, my father had recently died and I was going to cancel. I was scheduled to oh. speak and I was going to cancel because I was like, I don't know that I can do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I really thought about it. And um, I know my father would not have wanted me to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and so I showed up and I told people what was going on. And 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 we just um, breathed into the space um, and allowed uh, the spirit to move. And um, they took great care of me. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah. It's a great community. Yeah, definitely. Father Tito, uh, who was uh, an associate, retired, and the Mass was yesterday. And one of the things he said was, you know, he always knew about the cathedral, the big cathedral, but he never knew about that wonderful faith community encased in that cathedral. And you, you just verified it for me. It's a wonderful place to be. Now, what about mm -hmm. how did you get to IPS? <laughs> oh, that's another great story. Um, as as you can see, I just surround everything that I'm doing around a story. So I was at the um, the National Association of Lay Ministry Conference, and I think this was 2014 as a um, responder to all of the keynotes mm -hmm. um, that were happening that year. And at the time, the, the director of IPS um, asked me, um, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, teaching or whatever? And I was like, uh, no, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. And it was like, well, you know, I think the students at IPS would really benefit from um, your perspective on things. Mm -hmm. And um, it was at this time that my husband and I had just started two small businesses. One was medical billing and the other one was uh, clinical counseling and spiritual companioning. And I said, I just don't have the time. I, I can't do it. And um, he was <laughs> like, well, can we just talk about it? You know, and I was like, I'm a little busy. How about lunch? We can talk about it over lunch, right? And I was like, lunch downtown? You're paying? <laughs> of course. I'll be we there. We can talk about it. <laughs> of course we can talk about it. And um, so over lunch, it was a great lunch. 
And over lunch, he convinced me to say yes to being an adjunct for a religious ed course in the spring. Now, we were having this conversation in in like June. Mm -hmm. And so in the uh, spring semester, and I was like, you know what, that's enough time for me to um, get used to the idea of of teaching again. And um, and I said, yes. Well, little did I know that somebody would drop out in the fall oh. of that same year. And he needed me to start sooner rather than later. Um, and so that's eight years ago. It's kind of um, how the spirit works, huh? The, sp- the spirit sneaks up on us sometimes uh-huh. and just orchestrates some things. And um, we have to be in a space where we can uh, discern the spirit and then give our response. Exactly. exactly. And, and, and my first response was no. And uh, the, the Holy Spirit arrested uh, the, that particular response and um, said my response to, you know, working full time then was, can I pray on it and have a discussion with my husband? Mm-hmm. And you're saying yes to the unknown, um, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Which is a big yes, but guess what? It always turns out to be a blessing. Yeah. I, I mean, when we lean on the Holy Spirit, um, it's always an unknown. Yeah. And so I, I think part of it is getting comfortable with the unknown and trusting that the Holy Spirit is going to take good care of us. Always does. You know? Father Greg, yeah, always. Father Greg, over the course of some years, I, we've been friends forever, but. He's asked me many times to do things like executive director at Holy Name, and I've always said no. And then he says, oh, eventually, you know, just pray about it. You'll say, you know, the famous pray about it, and you'll say yes. Yes. But the yeses are always wonderful, always wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to take a little break. When we get back, I'd like to talk a little bit about that, uh, the Black Catholic Theology at Loyola, but then the other organizations. And, and you, it's interesting, you talked about storytelling. Some years back, I went to a Kellogg conference and the big thing in management, storytelling. Storytelling. Yeah, so we were way ahead of the game on that one as a church. But anyway, we'll be back. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can go to youtube.com. Uh, And we will be back with Dr. Timon Davis in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here for anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim. Domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. 
the impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today. special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artschicago.org slash findaschool. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States, and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're having a wonderful conversation with Dr. Timon Davis, assistant professor um, of pastoral studies with an emphasis in black Catholic theology, Loyola University's IPS, Institute of Pastoral mm -hmm. Studies. Why is IPS important today? Dr. Why is IPS important today? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I want to say that we're important because um, we're taking note of what is happening to people um, and faith and um, meeting um, the needs of, of what's happening right now. Um, we're, we're not going, going to be um accused of teaching anything that's old that's irrelevant um we're taking uh what's happening in the church the history of the church um the teachings of the church um the ordinances of the church the dogmas of the church and we're applying it to what's happening right now on the ground and a, and a great example of that is when the racial unrest happened during the beginnings of the of the pandemic and various organizations were putting out statements against uh racial unrest and what what take they 
they were taking a stand on things. Um, at IPS, we chose to do something different, and that was to design a course that would um, invite not only our students to engage in this um, in a way that would be life-giving um, for them, um, but how to um, be ministers present. Um, and so we created this course that everyone would be teaching in, and it was entitled Doing Liturgy in a Racially Violent America. Wow. And um, we really took a stand. So each, each full-time instructor taught a week um, in that course where we were looking at the beginnings of um, uh, slavery in America. We were looking at how uh, capitalism came to life to hold slavery in place. We began to look at uh, Jim Crow. We looked at liturgies, how liturgy enforces beliefs. We looked at how the church can be complicit in these things. And we also looked at how you can um, create liturgies that break open or break free from um, white supremacy and in a way that is life-giving for all who are celebrating in those liturgies. Um, it was a fascinating course. It was um, just brilliant on our part to go beyond a statement, but to live into what it is that we believe we stand for, and that is um, teaching uh, and being a part of ministries that um, address what's happening right now. Totally in, in sync with the mission and ministry of Loyola University. Yes. Totally in sync. It's beautiful. What about, uh, it says you have an emphasis in black Catholic theology at Loyola. Can you talk a little bit about what that looks like? I don't know if it's you want to talk curriculum or spirit of that presence in the curriculum? Right. Right now, it's the spirit of the presence in the curriculum, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to to say, um, hey, let's just redo the curriculum so it can um, address um, black Catholicism. But I don't think the curriculum totally needs to be redone. But what we need to do is open up our curriculum to make sure we are um, looking at or using the works of Black Catholics, uh, theologians, uh, sociologists, and that sort of thing in our work. So what has happened is I see my work as reminding my colleagues that there is someone who is Black and Catholic who's written on this topic. Mm -hmm. Is that book a part of their course? And if not, how do we get that book in there so that students are reading and exploring? Um, to that vein, though, right, it opens the door to, are we looking now across cultural families, right? Are we looking at um, Latino um, works that may figure into um, our courses and things. So are we looking at um, uh, gender identities, right, that would figure in? So I look at my emphasis in Black Catholicism as the door that we enter in th through 
to have us looking at how we can be more inclusive in our current curriculum, bringing in more authors, more works that are cutting across um, the traditional, um, I want to say European authors that we look at and haven't give voice or presence to other other voices. Now, I had, I had a question. When you had talked before about getting that saint in front of Father Tolton, yes. I have a, a personal desire that a saint um, uh, is in front of Thea Bowman's name. Oh, and, but of course, and you see her picture there as well. Yeah, and Thea uh, Bowman, uh, short story, and then I'm going to ask your opinion on something. So the short story is there's a woman, Mary Lou Jennings. Uh, she looks like Granny Clampett, a little white woman, who was a friend of Thea's, and Thea asked her to start a foundation. So this foundation, the Thea Bowman Foundation, uh, supports young, it used to be just black females, now it's black males, in a, a college curriculum. Uh, they partner with colleges throughout the country. It started in Pittsburgh. We have Loyola, I think, is a partner, and DePaul is a partner. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, anyway, Mary Lou Jennings, she got tapped on the shoulder like you did. She didn't know where that was coming from. And I think 30-some years later, they're going to get a new executive director. She's still going to be involved. But she was totally enamored with the uh, – and, and not that as a – you know, as a, she was as a sainted person, but not um, like holier-than-thou sainted. She was a tough lady. I mean, she and she knew how to speak truth to power. So tell me, your, why is Thea up there? I never got a chance to uh, meet Sister Thea, as many people that I know have. But one of the things that I have learned about her life is that she celebrated her love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. She just celebrated that in her living. And she didn't care what people thought about it, how it made her look. Um, because, you know, when you really celebrate your love for Jesus, the path that it sets you on um, is not popular. Other people can't see it. Um, they don't understand it. And she walked boldly into the path that she was called to do. And I, I seek to do that mm -hmm. every day, to walk boldly into the path that, that God is laying before me and to celebrate that in its difficulty. Um, and she's just a model of of doing that for me. Um, and the more I learn about her, the more I'm like, yes, you know, and that whole speaking truth to power, it's, you know, when you celebrate Jesus in your life, you have the ability to speak some things that are unpopular, but they are things that hold the test of time because they are true. And Sister, Thea, Sister Thea Bowman spoke a lot of things a long time ago that we are just now really learning to live exactly. into. Exactly. Now, and there's a clip, I don't know if you've ever seen it, um, 
we've had it at the benefit, the, the Thea Bowman benefit. Uh, she's speaking to the USCCB, the bishops. Yes. And by the end of the talk, it was such a truth and powerful talk. You could see some of the guard breaking down, like the bishops were singing with her and they were joining hands. And they, it was almost like she captured a new spirit for them, which was beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful. You know, before we have to wrap it up, this has been just a joy for me. Um, anything you want to talk about in terms of storytelling? Let's, huh. let's, let's get to that. It's in terms of storytelling, I, I really want people to understand that storytelling is a part of our life, right? We do it all the time. Um, we share it with one another um, and so easily. But I also want people to know that story is a part of our faith. That's how we share our faith and our love um, for Jesus Christ, is we share a story about what Jesus is doing for us, has done for us and if we would just keep telling the story of jesus and what jesus is doing in our lives we can make a difference in this world and it just starts one story at a time about what jesus is doing right now in our lives not always about what jesus has done but what jesus is doing right now exactly in our in lives now i had a question this is maybe a little off topic but not really what did your husband think about this when you made this decision to really move in a different direction? Um, he actually encouraged it. Uh -huh. He saw it. it as he saw it. As husbands do. Uh, yes, I have to give credit to husbands. I yep. surely do. Um, <laughs> he saw it. I didn't. And so he helped open me up to the possibility um, that this, this was the next step for for me for us um for what god was calling me to beautiful. well i'd like um, to it was him beautiful i'd like to thank you dr timon davis assistant professor what a joy what a joy speaking you. with you a liola has a gift in you ips does it's a wonderful gift so catholic chicago thank you again wndz 750 a.m you can go to youtube.com um, mark Teresi sitting in here for Father Greg Sackowitz wishing you a beautiful, blessed day. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago.